right. Hey, everybody. Um, or, hey, myself. I Week 16, here we are. And, hey, man, I, I don't think last week's recording was all that, you know. I mean, I was out of the groove for two and a half, three weeks, and I apologize if it was was less fully developed or scattered a little bit. Um, listening to it again, I was a little disappointed, but um, I'm not going to... I'm just going to try and stick to what I, what I talk about and what I'm trying to better and not uh, better in myself and not, um, let perfection be the, the roadblock to progress. So I appreciate your patience with it. I think there was some good stuff there, not fully developed the way I would have liked to, but, um, just getting in the groove and moving forward. So, but this week, this week I, um, I actually been sitting on something that I've wanted to talk about for a while and then I got triggered I got triggered by an Instagram comment. I don't know, I get in these moods and then uh, a buddy posted something on his his gram <clears throat> and I just made a comment in support of and then somebody makes a comment and then I make a comment in response to his comment and it just man, it triggered me and so I've spent the last three days, maybe four, three days, just really digging in on this. And I went through a, I went through this little cycle of, of like thinking down on this dude, being angry at this guy. And then it bringing up thoughts and I'm getting frustrated and then I get mad, get mad. And, and then I, I just kind of let it move through. And anyways, I, I'm going to talk about that, uh, that process and what it what it triggered on me today and basically there's this guy well let me just get into it man like so there was a post and then I made a comment it was a military post and supporting supporting a veteran who may or may not have made bad decisions in a moment whatever whatever I'm mildly interested in the story but a, a young guy weighs in very, very strong and opinionated. And I was just like, wow, man. Like, dude, you you haven't lived a day in his shoes. You know what I mean? You haven't, haven't lived one day. In fact, the, the, the service that this guy provides our country or the service that this guy has committed his life to... Um, is actually one that you, you that affords you the right to be ignorant and opinionated, you know. So, so at a minimum, you know, give give this give this guy a little bit of thanks for you even to have the luxury of your uninformed yet super super strong voice, right? And uh, th- this triggered something in me because um, it's something that I've talked about with people in the past. You know, Nicole and I talk about it all the time. It's something that I wrestle with, with um, like balancing humility with being a go-getter and being confident. And um, I, I found myself going weird directions with it initially. And it was like, yeah, hey, how about that? Isn't it interesting how youth provides uh, a foundation for somebody to be so strongly opinionated? I'm 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 speaking in like stereotypes probably and I'm over 
generalizing and poking fingers, and I, I don't mean it as an insult. It's it, this, but it seems like the youngest people who who have a more limited worldview and set of experiences, for the most case, seem to be so judgmental, opinionated, rooted in what they believe. And I, it's kind of, I don't know, is it irony or or what? But whereas the wisest people who are a little bit more reserved, think about things from multiple perspectives, you know, hesitate with their tongue, uh, in deference to engagement with their mind, um, default towards courtesy and consideration, tend to be much older, experienced, meter-tempered. It's an interesting, the, the aggression of a youthfulness, I mean, and there's benefits to that too, you know, I, I suppose, but, um, I just, I just, as I look, and then I start looking around, I'm like, yeah, man, like, this person, this person, you'd be so strongly opinionated about something, and you don't really know shit, man. Or that's not fair. Like, they know things, but they only know a small slice or sliver of something, you know? And, anyways, I've, I've, that, that's where my head started going. And then, of course, it also goes into the loudest voices seem to come from, uh, like, the the people with the loudest voice tend to be the most insecure, actually, or um, the most ignorant, or, uh, what was, I've got it written down here, you know, um, the, the most ignorant, they're insecure and they seem to be the loudest they seem to be the most audacious they seem to be it, it's 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 an arrogance thing it's it's audacious I, I don't know what it is but it, the people that scream the loudest yell the loudest bark the loudest most aggressive on the airwaves you know quickest to offer their thoughts out loud you know tend to be the most ignorant it's funny how that is. Youth, youth gives people strongest opinions, and ignorance gives people the loudest voice. It's crazy to me, crazy to me that that is actually so effective these days. What, are, like, what are we doing that reinforces that pattern? I mean, it's no surprise that social media and the internet. And the ability to have a strong voice and a loud voice while the comfort and the security of anonymity while, you know, being able to put up a a, a false image of yourself or, or total fabrication of an identity. Like, I mean, that's certainly there. I keep going. And I, this is going to sound ugly, man. This is going to totally peg me into a stereotype, which which is fine. But, like, my head, the fact that I'm aware of that and that I actively resist it and fight it when these thoughts come into my head is important to me. So it's, but like, I, I just wish we would roll back the times to where people had to be accountable for what they said and how they hurt other people's feelings. Like, would you, would you say to my face, look me in the eyes and say some of the things that you'd say to me over, over the internet or over chat or over whatever, 
where you're protected by a thousand miles or protected by lawsuits and whatever, whatever. Cause I'd beat your, I'd beat your ass or not, or I'd slap you silly or, or I'd try to, and then I'd get my ass kicked, whatever. But like there used to be, there used to be accountability for a voice and it's, it seems like it's lost or maybe it's just lost in the circles that I find myself engaged with nowadays. But yeah, sometimes I just wish for like actions have consequences and you're not protected by hurt feelings and these overinflated sense of self-righteousness and, and protection and whatever, whatever. And then of course that makes me the a privileged white male middle-class military guy, right? That, that resorts to violence. And I, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just, I'm, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to communicate is if there was a chance that you'd get slapped silly for saying something that you said, or that you saw the effects of your words on how it hurts somebody, would you be sharing those thoughts and words out loud? Or would you be a little bit more collected and thoughtful about what you were saying? If there was consequences for you spouting off uninformed opinions, proffering them as fact, or just doing it just because you have a loud mouth. If there was consequences to that, would you be would you be so loud, man? Or would you be obligated to like, wow, I'm gonna do a little research first and I'm gonna think critically and I'm gonna exercise some common sense and decency and courtesy and I'm gonna become informed. I mean that's the that that would be the ideal. I just feel Hey man, that's what I want to work towards. Like, I can't fix the world. I can't fix my neighbor. I, all I can do is just be aware of it in myself and put myself in check. But um, anyways, uh, overgeneralizing stereotyping, and I don't mean this. It's just it's just thoughts that I use to to try to develop and, and make myself better or suck a little less. But um, the youth youthful people tend to be so strong about their opinions. And I guess old people can be stubborn about their opinions. It's fair. It's fair to see the yin and the yang or the balance in that. And and these insecure or ignorant people tend to have the loudest voices. And they're polarizing. <laughs> Man. I mean, and there's other, other tricks and charms and smokes and mirrors that, that they use to influence the masses. But um, we get into that some other day. But... And then anyway, so so this Instagram post, it got me going, and I wanted to go back and forth with him. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Man, just recognize where this dude's at. He, you know, and like, what am I going to do? Argue with him and then just incite it and then just reinforce the, the behavior that is aggravating me or that I think is less than, you know, benevolent. And And so I just stopped. But it, it, but I but I started spiraling into thoughts and, and of course then I start thinking about um I start thinking about the few exchanges I've had with my daughter's beau and like man yeah and then I I'm not I'm not gonna go there but that that gets me worked up worked up real real thick and um yeah so I just I just go out to the gym and I work out grab the bow and do my rounds, do my rounds with the bow on the target and let off some steam and let, give my, give my head a chance to settle and get distracted and then try to come at it from a, from a constructive lens. And I, uh, I think about myself, man. I think about who I was when I was 
15, 16, 17, you couldn't tell me anything. I knew everything. I was so confident, you know, cocky. You couldn't, you couldn't really tell me anything. And then you go through boot camp and, well, I'd gotten some trouble, whatever, doesn't matter. But then you get, go to boot camp and they straighten you out. And next thing you know, you're, you're pumped full of military magic and now you're extra confident and aggressive and trained and motivated and you just think you know you just think you know stuff I'm 22 years old you think like yeah hey man like I know things you know and uh, you're not afraid to share it five years goes down the road and then you look back at yourself and you say man I was I was kind of silly back then I thought I knew this but it really wasn't that but man did I believe or 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 maybe not right like 27 28 years old it's kind of it's it's kind of rare to find somebody with emotional intelligence strong enough and self-awareness to um to think back and reflect like that you know it wasn't until later in my career that I started to think that way and I, I, I think I still catch myself falling out of that positive pattern from time to time at least I, I try to put mechanisms in to correct it but I think a, a big example would be when I was uh I was a squad leader I don't know I was a young squad leader and uh I had you know a handful short dozen of uh men that I was responsible for but you know young NCO non-commissioned officer in the military and I always used to think like, oh man, the platoon sergeant this, and they making this decision. That's a stupid decision, and oh, the lieutenant that, and oh, uh, you know, the Marine Corps should do this, it shouldn't do that. Or, that's a dumb, that's a dumb thing, that's a dumb idea. And you're very opinionated about that. And the only experience you have is being a squad leader. But then, 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 then you get promoted, you move up through the ranks a little bit, or you get, you get an opportunity to be the platoon sergeant for a, for a couple weeks while while the regular platoon sergeant's off at school or training or leave or whatever and, and then you start to get a different perspective and it's like oh wow I realize why that decision's like that or now I see or, or, or you're afforded more information than you would normally have at your disposal um, at, at the at the squad leader level as you move up in a rank or an echelon you um, you get exposed to some more information so then your thoughts and your opinions can be more informed and it's like, oh, well, I understand this and I understand that a little bit better and now I know why this decision is that. But then when you go back down to a squad leader then, and you have the luxury of that position for reference. And then, um, or, or whatever, and this goes on, repeat, 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 right? Then so you become an officer and now you're a lieutenant and you've been in the shoes of the squad leader and platoon sergeant so you can, you can relate, you can empathize and, uh, but you also have the, the 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 benefit of your station now with more the more information you have the more experience, whatever you're a little older. But then you still do the same thing, right? It's just like oh yeah, the company commander man, you know they're all messed up or they don't do this or they just don't know how it is down here and oh you know the battalion wants to do this and the Marine Corps should do that and, da, 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 and you're always pointing fingers up and being very very critical and you're always looking down and saying, hey man. I know, I've been in your shoes, just trust me. But you never, well, I don't want to say you never, I, I didn't it for a while put those connections. I mean, then you become a company commander, and then you become an opso, assistant opso, and then you become a company commander again, or whatever, you move through the ranks, and at what point 
through this progression of repeating the same pattern, does it finally sink in? Like, wow, I'm, it's almost like hypocrisy, right? Sort of. You, you look down, hey, I've been in your shoes, man. I know what you're going through. I just need you to trust me, man. I'm, I'm making da-da-da-da. When do you afford that luxury up? When do you afford that luxury up and then, and then act in a way that defaults to, well, maybe they know something I don't know. Or, well, maybe there's information that I'm not privy to that would change the way I'm thinking. Or maybe I need to trust them or whatever it is. When did we start doing that? I mean, I, it was it was middle of my career when I finally started to be mature enough to do that. It was, you know, once I had company command, I think, young, young company command during a, during a war, probably mid two thousands, early two thousands, and um, I just started doing that. I started, I, I tried to, I tried to remember the future or not make the same mistakes, right? I like saying remember the future. I got that from someplace. Um, it's, the, and then that's, that's where I'm going with this young guy. Hey man, I'm not going to tell him anything. You couldn't, you couldn't have told me anything when I was that age. And I'm going to be strong in my opinion. He's just like, okay, you just let it ride and you let it ease. And then you don't get so worked up. You just, you just understand. You see things better and you know how to help him out without him knowing that you're helping him out, you get a little more strategy with that. And then it tells me better today, like thinking when I get frustrated with something, the way it is, is I take a deep breath, like, whoa, man, I probably don't know something. There's probably something else going on, another influencing factor or whatever, another consideration. There's a different viewpoint. There's a different set of beliefs or philosophies or values going on here. It's an opportunity for me to do some research to become less ignorant, more informed, to be a little bit more patient with my voice and more engaged with my mind. And, and of course, I'm, I'm going to sit here today. Oh, I sit here today and I look at who I was five years ago, thinking, man, man, I was, I thought this, I thought that. You know, I was growing. At least I see my trajectory from where I was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It's like, hey, I'm moving in the right direction. But I'd be a fool not to say that where I'm at now, looking at who I was five years ago, that I won't be in this, I won't be five years from now looking back at who I am today saying, I wonder, yeah, that dude just thinks he's got all the answers. You know what I mean? Take a look at yourself five years from now, today. Does that make sense? Take a look, take a look at yourself today from five years from now. Let that sink in for a second and figure out what am I doing? Giving people the benefit of the doubt. Doing the best that I can. Being the best person that I can be. Patience, tolerance, making good decisions. Not being so full of my own shit. And I think a giveaway is when I hear a strongly opinionated individual who's argumentative and with a loud voice. To me, I look at that person and I say, bang, got you pegged. I got you pegged exactly where you're at. You are way low on this emotional intelligence progression that you need to be on. And then I consider it, I consider them with, with, um, in, with the backdrop of, of their 
their age, maybe their demographic, and I try to not to make assumptions and judgments. I try to learn from that and connect with that individual or try to figure because then I can influence that person or I can insulate myself from that person. seems like I do a lot more insulation these days than influencing. It's easy. It's the chicken way out, I guess. Maybe that's why I live in the mountains and never go downtown. But, um, yeah, that's, that's it for me. I, I think that's a, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about, I read a, I came across a meme. Is it a meme? A memi? Memo? Mimi? One of those things where it spoofs on something. Only I don't think it was a spoof, actually. It went... It went something like... Um, it, it It was on... I think it was... I, well, so I, I looked. I tried to do the research. I tried to go back and find it. And I thought it was on Valkyrie Performance's Instagram... Uh, Taylor, Taylor Drescher, uh, Taylor Galadic. Now, I think the world of Taylor and what she's doing, man. Uh, strong woman had um had an entrance into the Marine Corps and trying to break into a hard time in the Marine Corps. Women in combat, women in the infantry, something, something. And I look at what she's went through, what she's done, the assumptions, the judgments that were levied against her, the the uphill battle, where she's at now, what she's doing with her. You know, just helping helping women navigate things. Like she's super awesome, man. Uh, if you get a chance to check her out, Valkyrie Performance. She's doing great things with uh, leadership, specifically um, leveling the playing field for women in 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 all endeavors, really. But um, interpersonally uh, and intrapersonally as well. But um, I used to think like, oh no, there's not. But that's that's the viewpoint from a Again, a white middle-aged man versus being a, 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 a whatever else, you know. So um, I just kind of look at her position. I, I think she's doing amazing things. Anyways, and it might not have been on on hers, but it had it said something along the lines of um, walk around, hold yourself, carry yourself with with the confidence of a, a mediocre or middle class middle class mediocre white man. <laughs> Carry yourself, carry yourself with the confidence of a mediocre man, mediocre white male. That was the gist of what it was, and I thought about that. And of course, I went two ways. I was insulted because I mean, if if that's not stereotyping, and you know, it's mildly insulting to middle class or mediocre white men. Um, I don't know what it is, but at the same time, like stereotypes, I don't know. I mean. Is it true? Is it an overgeneralization? I, and I'm not going to say, hey, I love that quote or whatever, but it got me thinking. And is there some truth to it? It's got me looking around and it's like, yeah, hey, hey guess what? I'm a middle-aged, middle-class white man. Mediocre people aren't aware. I, I talked on a podcast before about overinflation of self-assessment, and this is this this is why it makes me so... It gets me so excited to think about this because the... People without capability, people who who grossly lack capability, and whatever, never not a, not across the board, a full spectrum, or whatever, but like they generally know it. And people that have tremendous amount of capability generally don't think they do, and think that they're average, or the humility in them helps helps buffer things, right? 
it's the truly mediocre average vanilla that don't even know that they're vanilla <laughs> and it that it's just so aligned with that that study you know they're the ones that super opinionated super ignorant loud and it's and when i read that i was when when i saw that it must have been like 2 weeks ago week and a half ago i saw that i was kind of insulted but i chuckled and I said, yeah, there's a little little bit of truth in every joke. A little bit of truth in every joke. John Erickson used to say that a lot. Love that guy. Miss him. Um, a little bit of truth in every joke. And I was a little insulted, but then I got to thinking. And then after that, like two days later, just bang, this this little thing popped up. And I found myself going someplace, and I'm, I'm, I'm criticizing this, this dude. And I'm like, whoa, 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 stop. Whoa. And then a little mediocre thing popped up into my head and it's like, I don't want to be, Hey, I don't know if I am or I'm not mediocre. That doesn't matter to me. I know what I don't want to be. I don't want to be mediocre. And so without putting any measurement on who I am or anybody else's, what are the things that I can do to fight mediocrity? Let's not be, be youthfully arrogant and opinionated and not be, ignorant you know so uh, maybe I'm talking in circles now but uh, yeah it's funny about the the supreme confidence of a mediocre individual how about that how about to be all gender race sensitive neutral yeah well anyways um, I appreciate this getting back in the groove um enjoying the podcasting things i can't thank mo and john from beyond the whiteboard enough and i'm going back and forth between wanting to package up the podcast just a little bit more in terms of having a oh having a little jingle in the front and and having a nice introduction not salesy or anything like that just just polishing it up to be more professional and um i think there's there's a resistance for that in me for multiple reasons, good and bad. And then, um, but I also recognize the value of doing so both good and bad. So, um, I don't know. That's where I'm at right now with moving forward with the podcast, but I'm committed, man. I'm committed to 52 weeks and, um, I would like to, I would like to grow it a little bit more just so that I can have a, a bigger reach to share. But, um, I don't market or advertise because I'm not, after the numbers you know I just I appreciate this platform so um cross up on the whiteboard thanks so much for giving it to me and um we'll talk to you guys we'll talk to you guys next week man I got two more things lined up that I really want to talk about but I'm going to focus on one of them so alright man have a good week out here